Good morning. Good morning to our listeners and our viewers. I'm so excited to be back. I have a great, great guest for you guys. So I am on fire. Hope you like the music. As always, we play the rock music to start our day. And actually, in a, you know, I might be doing some videos about the type of music that I listen when I'm trying to get focused or when I'm trying to get energy. So that would be a whole different video. So with that, I just want to welcome you all to the Profit Lab podcast. I am your host, Marie Tarosian, certified 10X coach, CFO, an auditor, certified public accountant, and charter global manager accountant. I serve the entrepreneurial community through my, uh, my two businesses, uh, my CPA firm, Resource and CPA, and my management consulting company, The Profit Lab. The Profit Lab podcast, which is what you're listening to today, serves to extend our mission to empower entrepreneurs by bringing their stories to the masses. We are thrilled to tell your story to inspire, empower, and uplift other entrepreneurs. Make sure to check out also our uh, podcast on audio version on the, the profitlab.biz slash podcast. Uh, we launched the podcast August 2nd of last year, 2022, where I spoke about my uh, entrepreneurial journey and shared some of the experiences and the challenges that I've gone through so far. And I, as I, as I promised you guys, you know, I, will, I plan on featuring different entrepreneurs from all walks of life. Um, every, every week as much as I can. So if you want to be a guest on my show, make sure to go to my uh, webpage, uh, theprofitlab.biz slash podcast, and there's going to be a section right there where you can apply to be a guest on my show. Um, today is our 17th episode, and we are live on Facebook at theprofitlab.biz, on my LinkedIn, Marie Torsen CPA, uh, your 10x CPA. And uh, on my YouTube channel, Marie Torsian CPA. So make sure on whichever channel that you are listening, watching us on, make sure to like, subscribe, follow, share, you know, so that everybody else can and, and learn from all the entrepreneurs that are bringing to the show. So with that, today I am welcoming my guest, a friend, a fellow Leadership Global member, Bridget Bojkowski, PhD. A doctor is she is a global and personal brand strategist and the founder of Bridget Brands, uh, she, a branding strategy boutique that offers digital courses, challenges, workshops, and one-on-one -on -one exclusive training to personal and organizational brands. With her proven three-step branding blueprint, she empowers ambitious women who embark on their entrepreneurial journey to embody their brand with the right look and feel so that they can feel authentically themselves, shine, and thrive. Bridget, I welcome you to the Profit Lab show. I am so excited to have you. Hi, Marie. Thank you so much for having me. Your music is so inspiring and motivating. I'm still dancing. <laughs> it is so good to have you, Bridget. Um, so, you know, we start our conversations always like um, with a similar question. You know, we want to know uh, about you. So tell us about yourself. Um, you know, your values. You, if you want to tell us a little bit about your personal story. Totally up to you. You take it the way you want. Okay. So hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Brigitte Pekowski and everyone calls me Bridget. So that is a very international kind of uh, pronouncing my name. So I go with that. And um, I don't even know where to start because my life is so colorful and I have taken a very unconventional route. 
So um, I could talk about my first job as a flight attendant 30 years ago. And then I quit that. Then I started studying. Then I became uh, a corporate. Then I studied again, did my PhD. And then I became a corporate again. And then I slowly (laughs) transitioned slowly on one side and fast on the other side. It's kind of a mixture (laughs) of entrepreneurship. So I had the pleasure to go through all these different stages. And it was really interesting. And I could take a lot of learnings from all these different different parts of my life. Yes. Right. So here I am now as an entrepreneur. Here you are as an entrepreneur. And and it's true. I mean, um, we all go through different stages of our life. You know, every experience has built us up to be, um, you know, to bring those skills with us to our next challenge and the next chance so we are better prepared. And, and obviously, entrepreneur journey is the very challenging, <laughs> very challenging uh, life. So, um, and it could be a very lonely life too sometimes. So it's it's good that we try to empower ourselves with other entrepreneurs and talk to them and and connect with them. Exactly. That's beautiful because as you say, uh, it's, it's a journey. It's, I always define it as a roller coaster, right? Because it has all its, its highs and its lows. And sometimes you don't know uh, whether you can really do it, whether you are carved out (laughs) for that. And then you have another success and a win. And uh, sometimes, Oh, very often it gets very lonely, especially when you're coming out of um, coming from an environment that is not predominantly um, yes. full of business owners. So I'm coming out of an environment that um, from people that are all employed, you know, right. and then you really need to learn and to understand what it really means to have your own business and um to go through yep. all of that at the beginning and actually it never ends. Uh, it's oh. a journey that, that is an ongoing involvement of, of yes. mastering um, your path of walking your walk, of talking your talk and, and learning and personal development. Oh yeah. It, 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 I have two, like two hearts on it. One is like, okay, Sometimes I ask myself, am I carved out for that? And on the other hand, I know it's the only thing I want because it's me. And I have never been that fulfilled in my life that I'm not right. in that. Yes. So it's beautiful. And I think it's most important is to have people, as you said, um, that cheer you up, that root for you. Um, so yeah. we help each other going through all of that to have people that really understand you it's not your parents it's not the people that are maybe from you know past episodes or past stages in your life that you don't really understand what it really means so there needs to be people around you who are going through the same thing or maybe are already a little bit more advanced but you need to be in in that specific environment um, to make it through (laughs) <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I feel like um, when I from comparing myself now versus when I started, let's say, in, you know, 2019, 2020, I've come a long way. And that's that's why it's a journey, because you're always learning the professional development. You said, I, you know, it's super important because. 
being an entrepreneur, it's a constant learning. You know, you're learning from others that have been ahead of you. And then you're also uh, learning from your current shortfall or like the fails, you know, like, so you fail at something and then, you know, you learn from it and you're like, okay, I'm not doing that one again. And I, I, I could tell you so many mistakes I made in the beginning. Uh, but uh, it's true. It's a constant learning. We, we just keep going, though. You just have to get up and show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to that end, since I'm here in Europe and living in Austria predominantly, I sometimes yes. um, go back and forth to Los Angeles where I have very, very close friends I stay with and work from there. But uh, in general here, the culture um, is, is a culture of if you fail, you're not good enough. You are not yes. good it. So yes. uh, this is an entrepreneur who has failed. Don't go to that person. So um, oh, this is not good because no. the failures are here to make us so much stronger. Now I see a fail. Okay, maybe I failed. <laughs> but <laughs> what is the learning that I take away? And here right. is gold. And here is the gold that you build up. It's, it's, it's so rich in meaning. And you just need to understand. So it's time to reflect on that. Okay, what went wrong? <laughs> and, there and, and take it in, integrate that into your life because it tells you something. It's helpful. And I think every failure or whatever road bump are, you hit is here for you to elevate, to, to make you stronger and, and see things uh, in a different way. Um, and integrate that and make it better the next time. So that's how we grow. It's, it's growing outside of our comfort zone, yeah? discovering our zone of yeah. interest. And we only do that if we are courageous and risk something. You know, it's not that I'm jumping off a cliff and I don't know what's <laughs> down there. Uh, it's a calculated risk that say, I, I do that. I can do yeah. that. Even though I don't know what's going to come. So you go into the unknown. That also means that you need to believe in yourself that you can do oh, that. Yeah. And if you're not achieving the goal the way you think you did, but at least you have tried. And yes. um, it brought you somewhere, right? So um, you're making yourself comfortable in the uncomfortable. You're broadening your zone where you have a foundation and it becomes more and more and more and you also become and i think it's it's a, a thing of women you know feeling not confident <laughs> i am a very good example of that so i was like oh my god uh, i can't do that and i'm and i'm carved out for that yes i am so you have to really start it you have to really walk it and then things just fall into its place and you see that it's not as bad as you think that it is <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and i think that uh, and i think it's uh you know like you said it's it's your environment too because in some environments you know when you fail oh everybody's gonna be you know oh she's a failure or he's a failure or whatever it is versus and i think yes you're right here in the u.s there's more of the look you know, success, it's a, it is a step-by-step -step progress, right? Like every little progress is going to get you to that next big step. So, and a lot of times I think we don't look back to how far we've come. Like we're constantly judging ourselves like right now, oh my God, I didn't do the five calls I was going to do. And I got distracted and doing something else. But then if you really think about over time, you know, look back and say, oh, what did I achieve in the last year? Then it feels like, you know what? 
I never yeah. thought I could do that. I can't believe I did that. Exactly. One of the things I do every year is like at the end of the year, I, I, I go through, let's say, how many how many hours of professional development training did I do? How many important rooms was I in? How many great connections did I make? And, you know, it's like, you know, using your own, you come up with your own KPIs, but like, like those are one of the things that I look at because I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe how come, how far I've come. So yeah, so that's true. That's true. And I, I think that should also keep track on the numbers of how many uh, conversations I have. I haven't yes. done that. I only, uh, <clears throat> yes, track how many Brands Talk episodes I have out there. So I have now the hundreds episodes. I'm very that happy. Is about awesome. that. Yeah, yeah. But what I want to add to that, because you say we never look back, we always yeah. see what is here right now and what are we confronted with and may I be able to um, accomplish that. Instead of looking what we have accomplished, we also look what others are doing and comparing ourselves very yes, much to yes. others who are like the, um, I don't know, the 10 million um, yes. profits a year or whatever so it's not good or a million followers or something like that right yeah i mean we have our heroes out there we have our yes. people that we look up to and it's good because it also inspires us it motivates sure. us um but we should not really compare because yes. the danger is that Okay, I'm never gonna be like that. I was gonna get there. We all have our own stories, and they are unique. And sure. we all have, have, um, um, how shall I say? Um, we all have something to give, and it's it's worth so much. And um, we need to give credit to ourselves that we dare to do so. And mm. um, yeah, yeah, I think that's important. Just to understand that we are here for a reason and absolutely uh, absolutely in ourselves that we can do that yes i love that you said that and and i did do that like in the beginning when i first started you know you know let's say social posting and all that stuff i would constantly you know compare how many followers how many because it's like this is stuff that people say you got to have how many followers how many and not until i was in the right rooms <laughs> and people told me like no, focus on who's engaging with you. You don't want these fake followers that have been gathered over a period of time or like very short time. You know, uh, you want people that are actually engaged with what you're saying. That means they actually want to hear from you. So you're right. So it's not a good idea to compare in that sense because we have our story. We may have started yesterday. Somebody else started 20 years ago. So there's a big difference. So you can't compare to that. You just got to focus on daily steps what you're doing now to build 20 years out exactly exactly and that's that's how it is and it's really focusing on what you can give and provide mm -hmm. to the world to the people that you feel aligned with the people you right. think you can help and focus solely on that and if you make yeah. one person happy with the post you already have one right and Absolutely. the more you gain, like with you, they already show you um, yes. that what you're doing is worth it, what you're doing is valuable, and that it makes sense right. to do so. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So um, this That's is also because um, 
what I want to say here is that um, giving up is not an option. Oh, yeah. And it keeps the, this is one of my values, having this consistency, the perseverance of moving mm. forward, no matter yeah. what other people say. Because if you feel you have to do it, if you believe in yourself, if you have this kind, it sounds woo-woo, but I think it's true. If you have the feeling there is this calling, then you have yes. to go for it. Yes. And this is always the right path to go. Yes. So perseverance, uh, because you asked me what are some of my values, this is one of my values to have that once you have decide, yeah. decided on, okay, that's, that's what I want to achieve. This is my purpose. This is the vision I want to go for. You have right. to have this perseverance and don't stop. Yes. Well said. That's amazing. That's, that's very well said. And you, you're right. That perseverance is, is a very, very interesting value to have. Um, you know, you can you can fail if you don't, you know, if you if you show up, right? So whatever happens, perseverance is that. Just keep going, keep going, because when you know you're right, when you know your 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 purpose in life, there's no way you're gonna give up. You're like, no, 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 I gotta. And, and then you also have to have you know faith and prayer and say, hey, just give me the strength to keep going because yeah, the road is tough. It's exactly and. Also is when you have this calling, it's something that you really want to do and you need to do. And you are also passionate about something, passionate about, yeah, the love that you put into something that yeah. you can always uh, help yes. with, right? So perseverance and also the passion to do something. And then when you're working with people, being compassionate with people, really yes. putting yourselves into their shoes, having this empathy, having this kindness, really understanding them where they are and uh -huh. how do I get them to the place they desire to be and they yes. can, cannot go it alone. So supporting them, being the guide, being a compassionate yes. guide and really understanding what they want. So this is really important if you are an entrepreneur. <laughs> Absolutely. Which brings me to my next question to you. So what made you decide to become an entrepreneur? Like what got you to, after years of like being in the corporate world, being a professor, uh, what made you decide to kind of go to entrepreneur, right? And start your own business. Oh yeah. There are several reasons. <laughs> and I'm all ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I start with the most recent one. Um, as a professor, I was always something missing. Um, I was teaching for all together. So sometimes I was full-time, then just associate because I was in corporate and then I was a student going for my PhD. So I always kind of taught as a sideline. And then yes. the financial crisis kicked in in 2008. So then um, I somehow... Over the years, they asked me, can, can you take on more, uh, a higher teaching load? And I said, yes, yes. Actually, I can. So I became um, a full-time professor, but non-tenure track. So there is a difference between tenure and non-tenure. Tenure are those that are pre pre preliminary um, or, or um, doing more research. So okay, yes. Do research. research is the focus and they teach. And the non-tenure track is more or less 
um, a teaching professor, right? So I was there teaching, I did my research, but the focus was on teaching and you only yes. get a temporary contract as a teaching professor. So I never knew, okay, what's going to happen in 2020 in February? I mean, the, the, the contract is going to terminate. So I was kind of, yeah. I was thinking, actually, what happens then? I was not so right. old that they have to take me permanently. So I was too young for that. <laughs> so because I always had this dream about starting my own business, always. Mm-hmm. But I was never confident enough to do so. I was afraid of failing. I was, you know, I came, grew up in a, in a, in a, in an environment that was rather playing small, you know, complying to whatever the rules are and uh, yeah, don't raise your voice and listen to what others tell you. And it's good enough what you have to say, these kind of things. So kind of being put in the box and I never wanted to be in this box and I never understood why I had to play small. So (laughs) it was an inner conflict with me, you know, I want to play big, but I didn't allow myself, first of all, because of my parents. And there's this kind of mindset that tells you, you're not allowed to be more successful or playing bigger than your parents are. So I, I, I was very loyal. Yeah. It's still, Mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. 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 Made me me not confident enough to go that route. But then I saw what, what what is there? I have to lose. I have nothing to lose. I I turned 50. So that was last year. (laughs) So now it's the time either you do it or you never will do it. You never. Yeah. Yeah. 50. You're pretty old here in Europe because a lot of people retire with 55, so I'm not ready to retire. I will <laughs> so never retire. I'm ready to take off, you know? <laughs> so I thought, okay, I do it now. And I started teaching, um, doing workshops for companies on the sideline. Um, yes. In 2016. So I was very successful in doing that. And then when my contract ended, COVID rolled in. So I uh, could not keep up the business model I have built and started. So I needed to shift everything online. And it was new to everyone. Also, as a teacher, I still continue teaching on the sidelines. So I kind of yeah. flipped the whole thing, you know. And um, so, yeah, it was hard for me to, to, to start that. But altogether, um, it was just always my dream to become an entrepreneur and to start my own business. So yeah. things that just happened and felt into its place so that I finally, I, I got, you know, this push, there was this much. <laughs> so Bridget, now there's no safety net anymore. There yeah. is no contract anymore with the university. So I, I just started to kind of redefine myself mm. on a new identity because um, when you start as an entrepreneur, you need to shift your mindset. It's, oh, it's of course. about taking on a new identity. As I said, it's, it's you have to really start with understanding who you are. You go on a deep soul searching <laughs> mission because um, that, that's the, the foundation of building a strong brand and you need yes. a brand in the market in order to stay competitive long term you need a brand in the market to be seen um to be distinctive 
and to be preferred by the customer. So um, having the, the right mindset and the right mind feel. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. And then this was actually my my transition yeah, from a professor into entrepreneurship because I always wanted it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm happy I did it. <laughs> it's a good life. <laughs> Keeps you on your toes all the time. <laughs> oh, yes. Four seven. So you actually need to figure out a way of how to also protect yourself from not to to work too much yeah? because yeah. it follows you everywhere. I mean, oh, yeah. as a as an as an entrepreneur who has an online business more or less um, yes have everything under your arm in your laptop and wherever you go you can work it's it's yeah it's following you everywhere so you have to also set the boundaries okay for today it's enough <laughs> and wait until tomorrow <laughs> yes absolutely i mean there has to be certain amount of boundaries for sure uh, but but at the same time, like you said, um, once you're an entrepreneur, like especially when you're in the, you know, you're also doing the business development for your business. Like this weekend, for example, <clears throat> I was out with uh, my husband and my, you know, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law. We were out for a Miami boat show. So I am literally working the room the best I can. I was like getting cars. I was like talking and meeting people. So it's kind of working. But it's fun. It's the fun part of working, you know. So you have to find that balance between what is, you know, hey, I'm enjoying my time, but at the same time, I'm making great connections that could be a great fit to work with, you know, people that that, that need my help. Um, but then, yes, yeah, so, you know, if you want to call me at 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, mm, no, I'm I'm resting. Yeah. By the way, I go to bed at 830 in the evening. I don't, I don't stay up late. <laughs> I'm up at 830. And that's the fun part of business. You're working on your business. And yes. Yeah? yes. So the relationships are also the cornerstones because you Absolutely. need, to, you need um, to be in touch with people and it's about word of mouth. And that's how we, yes. how we grow, right? So it's it's with and through our network. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And this is also a fun part of our business being on the show. Yes. Today. Yeah. Oh, yes. Also working on our businesses. Exactly. Exactly. Having great conversations, bringing the, the, the word out about the business. It's all part of it. Um, I don't know. Have you made any specific, um, let's say, uh, goal about how many, let's say, other podcasts or, or opportunities you're looking for? to to speak about your 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 Bridget brands I mean I hope that I mean like a month two times that would be yes. awesome to, to yes. be on the show and if it's more often it's great if it's less I have to do something <laughs> about it yeah. but uh it comes naturally it comes organically because yes. I have my own show so it's like hey would you like to guest on my show as well so vice versa yes yes uh, we swap we invite each other on each other's yes. platform so this is really great to do so yes these these are the so-called brand partnerships it's it's with right. people you feel like um, there is a connection and then why not um increasing our reach through others this is a way right. of how we grow and how we do business with each other i think this is a great great way 
of doing things. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and about new people and and learning about others yes. how they do their job, right? So I Absolutely. see how you are doing your show, and you see you on my platform in two months, I think. So you're gonna see how I do it. So we really exchange yeah. ideas and what we can use for this, what we can use for that. So there is a lot of value already in that. So I think we underestimate the value that we create for each other when we have these partnerships going forward, when we have this, yes. so being in accountability pots, if there's so much growing in that, we, we don't see that value. Yeah? Yeah. When I had my students in my classrooms and I only taught global, global students, so that means students that come from, everywhere around the world sometimes i had like 20 different nationalities in my class <laughs> yeah. so, and, and they had to work in groups and i mm -hmm. told these build groups um so that you make sure um you are working together with someone who is not your nationality and first they were yeah. like oh my god this is like too complicated and everything and i said you will see um what value is in there just to learn in yeah. a safe environment how people go about a certain um let's say go about a project how they approach certain things so there is so much learning in that and that's that's what i try to keep on going uh, when it comes to my own entrepreneurial journey looking into ways of how other people do it yeah yeah absolutely um you know partnerships are kind of underestimated, like you said, uh, partnering with someone to learn from them. And, um, you know, I heard uh, someone say, you know, uh, partnerships are the new currency. So I thought it was such a cool, cool way of putting it. So when you think about partnerships from a traditional standpoint, it's like it's very structured, formal and all that. Versus now with COVID hitting and everybody being online and being able to have your own show and not be just, you know, uh, waiting for a TV, TV company to come host your, your show. Um, you can be your, your own show host and, uh, and partner, like you said, this is partnering right now. You, you, you know, you, you come on my show, I could be on your show and the same thing with other people. I actually enjoy having people come and I can interview them and talk to them and learn from them and share ideas with them. Then when I'm doing a show on my own, for example, just putting things out there, it's like, Hey, you know, it's, it's okay, but this is more exciting for me. Yeah. yeah. I totally enjoy yeah. this a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wouldn't say no if someone would offer me a show at their TV network, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, no. <laughs> so, um, and you said, uh, what was that? Relationships? No. Um, yeah. Relationships is a new currency. Exactly. And I think also that communities are another new currency, a very mm. new currency to building these yeah. communities with people where um, we um, engage and where we have this community of learning together. Yes. Yeah? So I think that also fosters a lot of... Uh, liking and trust as a yes. owner, I think that is also an, a new currency, a new way of marketing right now. Absolutely. I love that. Yes. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. Building a community built on, you know, same core values that you, you appreciate, then you bring and attract those type of people to your community. 
it's a great way to market with, you know, totally organically, by the way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I think, of course, if you really want to scale, then you go with ads, running ads on Facebook, on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But if you, if you want to achieve to have more quality in a community, yes. it's really yes. about keeping it rather small. Rather small, but then really rich in quality, rich in meaning, rich in um, right. providing this value by interaction. So yes. uh, I have visited or bought into several courses. These were online courses with, you know, Facebook communities and everything. But yes. you hardly have the possibility to reach out to the person who actually teaches it. So right. very impersonal still. Yes. Yeah? I yes. want to be with the people. I want to really help them and build in these one-on-one -on -one sessions. Um, yes. Where we can really build the trust, where I understand what is their problem and what is their desire and, and support them in getting there. So this is, yes. this is totally different. Small oh, community, yeah. higher quality, High quality. large communities where you are actually a number or yeah. people forget. Or you behave in such a way that you will not be forgotten. <laughs> um, this is another story. But <laughs> there's always kind of someone in a community that you feel like about. Um, <laughs> I remember that as a professor. We can talk about it after. <laughs> I remember that as a professor, not as a business owner. But um, you know what I mean. It's really about quality. People want to belong yes. to something. They want to be heard. They want to be seen. And they mm -hmm. want to be felt. Yes. So about that. Heard. Because we are in a, in a world where everything is fleeting, where everything is, you know, they need somewhere, a place where they feel safe. And yes. where they feel heard, seen, and felt. Yeah, absolutely. Before I go to my next uh, question, I just want to read out for those who are listening so they can capture your email. Guys, you can email Bridget at BB, like Bob, Bob, or Bridget, Bridget, uh, at BridgetBrands.com. So that email is BB at Bridget, B-R-I-D-G-E-T, Brands.com. And uh, you can also, you know, check out her website too, which is BridgetBrands.com, obviously. So that would be an easy one. So we do have a, something special at the end. So please stick around so you can hear out this special at the end of the show. So with that, Bridget, so tell us a little bit more about, so you gave us very general ideas of, the, you know, the community, uh, the type of things that you work on, but who is your client? Who are your typical clients that you're working with? Okay, this was also a process and everyone is going through this process of finding your mm -hmm. ideal client, the client, mm -hmm. your dream client, the, tri the client you actually want to work with and who wants to work with, there needs to be right. that connection, as we know, right? Yes. So it was a process because I come from the world of global brands, you know, uh, working with all these big brands, portion, <laughs> and all this kind of, yeah, um, company brands and product brands. But then, based on my own journey, my personal journey, my personal story, I focus now much more on the humans behind all these big brands. And yes. everyone is a personal brand. If you want it or not, you are 
branding. <laughs> you are um, when you you are a personal brand. Yes. Some shine more, some shine less. It really is the question of what you want and whether you are aware of it. And yes. that's what I'm focusing on right now. And it turns out that I can very well with women. And I'm also, I, I feel like we need to really, it, it came more or less from this leadership global community where yes. we got to know each other. It's empowering women. We have so yes. much to say and um, we are still undervalued. <laughs> so we bring sure. so much to the yes. table and there's a lot of women who want to start their own business. And yeah. they need a brand. And it's all about this entrepreneurial branding journey, right? So when you start your business, you have yeah. to also start branding early on. Otherwise, others brand you and you might not like it, right? Um, so these are my ideal clients that I'm working with yes. right now um, as a former corporate and academic now turned uh, into yeah. a branding ent uh, entrepreneur who supports pre primarily women, but also I'm um, including men. So I do yes. also one-on-one -on -one coachings uh, with guys, but um, focusing on women at the moment when it comes to my online challenge and my online courses. Got it. Got it. Got it. And do you work with, let's say, women that are in corporate, but they're, let's say, at an executive level that yeah. do need, that you do require, I think we don't realize, like you said, that even if you're in a corporate setting, you're not going to go out and start your own business. You still need, you still need your personal brand as, you know, as the executive. So Exactly, exactly. And um, as I said, it's, it's corporates who want to start their own business. I yeah. mean, we also work with organizations and do workshops for uh, leaders to help yes. align. And here we come back to the values to align the corporate values with the personal values. Personal values. That's amazing. You as, a, as an organization, you can only be successful when those value sets are aligned if you're going into the right direction if you're following yes. this vision you know if you have the same stories pictures in mind if you are living and breathing the same um mission vision purpose goals so yes that's what i do as well but my client in my in my challenges and my online courses is women who either want to break away from corporate or academia uh -huh. and start uh -huh. their own business are, or are uh, newly minted entrepreneurs. So okay. yeah, are basically at the beginning of their yes. journey. So it's all about helping them to increase their confidence and, of course, understanding what branding is. Where yes. do I start with branding? How do I do it? And then, yeah. I help yeah. them guide them through the whole process. Yes, absolutely. And are you able to share some of those steps from the entrepreneurial branding process? Uh, absolutely. So I have come up with, a, as a former academic, you always work with <laughs> Key. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have a, a three-step branding blueprint. Yes. And it's, it's a process. So entrepreneurial branding 
is as the journey is, is also a process. And yes. as mentioned before, you have to start with the right mindset. So this is the first step. You really yes. need to know what is your vision, what is your, your uh, mission, mm-hmm. and what are your underlying values that you, you live by. Because the values yes. is, is the cornerstone. Um, everything rests on that. Right. So it's it's the way of how you achieve um, your your vision or um, the way of how you do what you are meant to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is the first thing. And also something else plays into that is the um, we all are having this kind of belief sets, right? And there are some things that are quite not appropriate because they're holding us back. Yes. Also about pushing beyond these limiting beliefs and Mm -hmm. beyond the fear that we have. Yes. So this this is the first thing. So um, shifting your mindset to a business owner's mindset. The second step would be then building your personal brand. Because when you're starting out as an entrepreneur, and very often we are solopreneurs without any teams, maybe we have a VA working for us, but you really need to know who you are. So it's yes. about reflecting, about, yeah, discovering, defining your identity as a person, and then also get the feedback from others. So this is yes. about personal brain building. And the third step would be then tying that into your company brand. Either you go with your personal brand that also is your company brand, or you come up with a, with a new brand, but as a as a business owner as a solopreneur your person really shines through that company brand because it's about you basically yeah i have right. the company brand it's bridget brands but there's still Brigitte yes. that is 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 feeding into that it's 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 really attaching the meaning to that Bridget Brands. And Bridget yes. Brands, the name is, is very well thought out. It, there's a lot of stories um, that, <laughs> yes. that name, yeah? So, yes. so that's what you have to really um, um, understand. And also, a lot of people think, ah, it's the logo, it's the name. And you, you just have seen that there is two steps that have to come first before you start even start thinking about everything else. Yeah. Yes. So the visual branding comes pretty much at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This, this is the three step. And then also making sure who is your client Yeah. Um, that I want to appeal to. Right. And, yeah, and then your messaging and everything else. So from mindset via personal branding into company branding, understanding what are your what is your your company brand identity, building on that, positioning yourself in the market with respect also to the competition that is still out there, understanding what is your singular thing that you are bringing to the world, and then you go from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That is that is awesome. Great three steps, and I put it in the chat. So anyone, you know, uh, if they didn't catch it, they can go to the, the chat section and then be able to capture the three steps. And, and of course, we do have something else coming up, but, um, you know, a special offer. But then, um, so in the meantime, though, we still have a little bit of time for a couple more questions. So would you, and I know you may have mentioned some of it maybe in general, but, like, would you be able to share, like, very specific challenge or challenges that you faced and how you overcame it? 
Oh, yes. Um, my biggest problem was selling. As, as a marketer or branding person, I have never studied, learned, taught selling. I, I loved it. And I actually did. I never liked it. When I went into a store, I didn't want anyone to be salesy and sell That's me. <laughs> I want to decide myself. Yes. And that is keeping me also from being more pushy, uh, to being more, I don't want to say salesy, but. Oh, it's it's for me. It's really to overcome that fear of of, of coming out as too salesy. Right. Um, so this is this is really something that is 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 holding me back, and also, um, yeah, yeah, because I also always in the classroom I, I people came to me i never had to sell so <laughs> my students literally came out of the printer in form of an attendance list so it was yes. already there i was just waiting for the room to be filled so yes. and that's hard and then uh in line with that of course understanding a sales funnel so how mm. do you actually get them into your let's say into your and then okay so that they really understand you who you are that they like you and that they trust you and then how do I go from there how do how do i get them to purchase my products so those are the the most difficult parts um, yes that I'm, I'm i'm working on and i think there's another thing that plays into that is i have a money mindset issue so I never allowed myself, like as a business owner, to earn money. I never gave myself permission. It's it's kind of this, you know, the, the loyalty and and am I good for that? This this imposter syndrome that is still kind of lingering here. So asking for money and being worth, right? Yeah, yeah. It, so really, so to to ask for okay i'm offering a lot of value and yes. that's worth something and that is worth an investment on the other side right so it's time to charge the money yeah so <laughs> this is kind of and i think a lot of people have a problem with that is yes yes that you're worth yeah it's it's because this also has an effect on you as a person because if you're not doing that who are you and how much worth are you to yourself?